the people the people yo what's up thank you for joining me on the people a podcast about people my name is blessing joining me we have jordan what's up jordan what's up man do you prefer jordan or jordy uh jordy is specifically for people who know me really really well so you can Mm. can call me jordy but the people in the podcast listening if they ever run across me and you call me jordy we'll we will be fighting for the most part so all right so yeah if you call him jordy if you comment on this and call him jordy if you tweet at me and say jordy said this i didn't like it jordy (laughs) jordan will find you and he will murk you what's up how you doing doing good doing good so really well um, for the people listening, if this is your first time listening, the people is a show about people. Uh, every day we pass by people on the street, we see people on the bus, we work with people, yet we don't really know who these people are. And so that is why the people is a show that aims to delve into the lives of people. That is why, um, that is why I do this. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Do you feel like that makes sense? I think it makes sense. I mean, my last name is People, so I was like, oh, that is true. Your last name is People, Jordan Peoples. That's should've awesome. Your first. That you should have been the first guest. <laughs> So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do stuff to the intro because I feel like, I feel like one, I say the word people too much in the intro. Cause if you, if you, if you see the thing, like my script right here, it's the people jumps out at you about five times. Okay. You see, you see five people written five times in about two sentences. And so you could say the people do stuff and they're really cool folk. They're cool. Folk. Humans on the cool bus. humans. <laughs> that could work. Uh, if you're listening and you like that, you can find us on iTunes or your preferred podcast service. If you'd like updates on the show, then you can follow me at Blessing Junior. That is at Blessing Jr. on Twitter. Or your other, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, go ahead and do that. Or on Instagram, go ahead and do that. I also have a Pinterest. I also, I also have a lot of accounts I don't use. If you want to follow me or whatever, go ahead and do it. It'll help me become more famous and... Um, maybe get sponsors for the show uh i want to follow you on those what's your name on those blessing i just said it blessing junior at blessing junior everything's the same i uh, it's smart smart except for my new website which i just which i so i'm recording this about two weeks before this episode is going to go out okay and so um we're recording this on the 7th of april uh this episode is going to go out in about two weeks basically and so i just uh put up my new website which is okbeast.com this letter is okay and the word beast.com and i know what you're thinking it's like what does what does that mean what is okay beast I'm, i really want to know what okay beast it literally is. has no meaning <laughs> which is the reason why i, cho- I chose it I feel like you're, you're calling yourself a beast but it's almost. it's almost like yeah yeah i mean pretty much that's how i feel about it you're just calling yourself a beast which is it's true yeah yeah. I mean, I don't feel it like, because have you heard you have you heard of Humble Beast? Yeah, yeah. So Humble Beast is like a Christian mm-hmm. rap label. He was propaganda and all those propaganda yeah. braille, all those dudes. Uh, and I really, I really like the name Humble Beast, which I didn't really get the name from. I didn't get the name OK Beast from Humble Beast, but after I made it, I was like, oh man, that's really close to Humble Beast. But I, I like the juxtaposition of OK and then in Beast. Also, it was one of the only domain names I could find that wasn't taken, <laughs> like OKBeast.com, because I because I had a lot of names I was throwing around for the website. Such as, uh, such as, um, what was that one? Um, fairlylit.com <laughs> was what I was gonna do, which actually, which actually isn't taken. But I was like, the word lit is gonna go out of. It's, it's gonna. Style. I, I would think that 
fairlylit.com, we'd probably be selling something. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's, nobody nobody had fairlylit.com, so I could have got it. You could have. But it. I was like, the word lit, I feel like is just it's gonna fade out eventually, and I feel like a lot of people don't like the word lit. When applied properly, I mean, people use the word lit in all types of situations that just aren't right. Like, they'll be in Snooks or whatever, you know, Fred Meyer in the walker, and be like, yo, this milk is lit, it's 2%. Yeah. I'm like, stop. It's oh, not dude, right. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I use the word, I, tr- I try to use the word lit as much as possible, because it's just one of those words where I was like, I'm, I'm really, I really appreciate the word lit. <laughs> the word lit and the word hella, I really like the word hella, but I don't know if the word hella is appropriate, is the thing. I don't know if it's technically like... So how would you use it? If something's hella, like well, I mean, how do you use it? Uh, you said use it everywhere, like the word, like you don't. Lit? I don't really apply the word lit to chocolate milk. Usually, I say something like a, an event is lit. See, that that makes sense, but I'm just I'm picturing you being like, man, this. I don't even have anything like this. <laughs> this, this candle is lit. <laughs> this candle lit. <laughs> that's bro. actually that's very <laughs> literal. That makes that actually makes sense. This sofa's you do, lit, bro. It's this like, sofa's but, lit. Yeah, I guess it's. it's Okay. Usually, usually, like if I if when I say when I use the word lit, right, I'm usually talking about um, an event because usually I, I I do a lot of Snapchats, right, right, and I'm and a lot of times I'm at um, these breakdance things events. Okay, that so makes usually, so, much more so yeah, usually I'm like using my Snapchats. The caption is like it's lit or like this. Uh, I'm at this lit par- party or lit. I'm actually never at lit parties. <laughs> I'm, I'm I've never once been to a lit party, but I'm usually at like this breakdance event is lit or you know stuff like that. Like I'm 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 at. I'm in situations that are lit. Were, were, now, were you at Jason and Marcella's wedding or DP's wedding? Yes, I was at both of those. Both, both of those both, were lit. Both of those were lit. Both of those the were lit. Of lit. <laughs> and like in, in, I would also say, I'll go as far as to say those were hella lit. Because I, I, I used, yeah, but yeah. The thing about I don't know about the word hella is I don't know if it's I, it's it's like a West Coast word I think. Like they use it more over here than they do like anywhere else. And so like I only, I've only recently come. Um, into familiarity with the word hella. Now, I don't know if the word hella is a bad word because it has the word hell in it, and I don't know if it's a playoff this like the play of a playoff the word hell, or I don't know if it's like can, can I say hella around a five year old? I don't know. I would I would say it depends on the five year old and who the five year old's mom is or mm. dad. Because some kids you walk around and you say the word like oh shoot, they're like shooting kills people. Oh yeah, you can't do that here. And I look at them like what was. Okay, and some people it's like, man, that was that that chicken was hella fire. <laughs> they sit there and they go, nah, burn the and they just keep going off. And so you know, it it just depends on who the yeah. is. But I think for the most part, and I don't know, like I just moved to the Northwest recently, same as you, so I don't I don't really know what's safe and what's not. I mm-hmm. kind of do things for the shock and awe factor sometimes, mm-hmm. like pick up chicken in the store and then do a little Bruce Lee kick. Mm. So I'm not really a good judge of when to do certain things in certain scenarios. Just because mm-hmm. I sometimes I just kind of live for that awe. You know, it's like, what's wrong with him? I don't know. He's doing him. Yeah, he's being hella lit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, we just got back from Comic-Con yes. day one in Emerald City Comic-Con, which is the Comic-Con located that happened in Seattle, basically. The Emerald City. The Emerald City. Uh <laughs> And it was it was hella lit, right? It was ridiculously packed. Like it's Thursday, so I assumed it would kind of be a little slower. But there was a lot of moments where I was like, if one more person rushes up against me, we've got oh yeah, some problems. Yeah, we had to do dance moves to navigate Absolutely. around people. That's totally worth it. That was the best part. No, yeah, that's not true. The best part was, I think the best part was the art. As an artist, I think it was freaking amazing. Oh yeah. So let's get to that. Actually, so what do you do? Who are you? Who? Why do people? Why? Why did I bring you on this podcast? 
Who the heck is Jordan Peoples? Just Jordy picked me Peoples. up off the street and said, "You want to be on the radio?" <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so, hey, hey, you there? Uh, I my name is Jordan. Jordan Zarel Peoples, and I'm a concept artist and illustrator, uh, freelance currently, and yeah, so I do everything from indie video games to portrait commissions to character designs to prop design and just things like that. It kind of varies depending on the job, but. Um, my specialty is character illustration. I really, really love characters. They're, they are just bomb. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I do for a living. Now, how did you first get into that? Was it something that you knew you wanted to do while you are growing up? Or was it something that you were majoring in graphic design and then you realized, oh, I really like video games? Or how did you, what inspired you to get into that? I guess I always liked video games and movies and TV shows. And I always had a bunch of creativity kind of stored up in my head. Like, I'd be the kid in class where... She's talking about the math problem, and I would be wondering what planet that slug came from, if he was mm-hmm. from, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I just found as I got older, drawing was the best medium that I had for telling stories. So I love writing because I love storytelling, and I love music, and I love many forms of art. But for me personally, I was drawing since I was young, never seriously until college, but it was always the best way I could show my stories, the ones that were kind of stuck in my head. So... I just kept doing that and went to school for graphic design, was good at it, hated it, Mm -hmm. Um, but the only artists I knew outside of that were starving artists, so when I found out about game design, I think that my sophomore year in college, I was like, oh, what is this? So I um, went ahead and got into that program and loved it, so I just kind of kept doing it and got out of college and just really kept drawing until I got good enough where someone was like, hey, you want to do this little project? My mom would be like, hey, you want to do this little project over here? And it just kind of kept going and kept going to the point where um, just recently I'm getting some game contract offers and people are getting in contact with me. And so it's a very normal story, like nothing crazy big, you know, happened. It wasn't like this big boom event. Someone came up to me. I was just like the dude drawing for a long time. Mm -hmm. And the guy in high school that was just like, oh, yeah, he's still drawing. This is kind of what he does. And yeah, just one thing led to another. And now I'm here and I love it. Wow. So we both we both. Uh, live in Seattle, right? Or, well, you don't live in, in Seattle, but you live in area, Bellingham. like Seattle area, yeah. Bellingham. Um, but we both uh, went, we both were in like the same class, right? In, in, uh, in college, right? Art Pretty history. Much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that we're in that same. We had, boring class. And that was bad. Dude, let me tell you Mac about that class. what we called it. Did you notice, <laughs> yeah, did you notice me dozing off every single dude, morning in that it class? Was like, I don't care about the Byzantine Empire. Like, oh, what? <laughs> it was one of those, how do you feel about this clay pot made 700 years ago i'm like look i love sculpture and pottery and that kind of thing that pot is boring like Dude, the only reason you like it's because it's old i sat in front of in that class every day <laughs> and i still fell asleep like i sat in front for the purpose of not falling asleep and i still fell asleep this is rough dude. Uh, but i say i'll say because like because we because that was in illinois right and so yeah. somehow we're both in C- in seattle which is which is, which is pretty weird, funny but... yeah um uh, we grew up went to the same church um and so, I don't know, we seem to cross, path, cross paths a lot. Dancing we both dance, dance, we both dance. Both on the dance team. Uh, in the same dance team, yeah, now I think about same it. Same dance team. Not at the you, same time, though. You, Actually, you, no, at one point at the same time. At one point at the same time, and then as I kind of got older and transitioned out into, like, the college role, you took over and went all beast mode on the dance team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never, I never, I was kind of hard on that dance team. I, 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 but I never, I never got to the point to where I wanted it to be, which was, like, the point where, like, that you were on when you were on, when you guys were on the dance team, right? Like the pinnacle of the dance team, I think, was when it was like you and your brothers and like the and um, 
pretty much all your relatives. Now that I think about it, I can agree with that. But at the same time, I think that you were also probably the most talented dancer outside of Anthony Petty, who was just he's one of those literally the best just, dancer I know. He's he just does something. He's like, oh, I'm doing a double backflip. Oh, that was my first remember. That was really easy. He's like just that physically talented. Yeah, you guys were just like the the pinnacle of dancing in terms of the skill level, and yeah, I I, I thought you guys did great. So. Yeah. Uh, and another thing, we also both like really like video games, and so you yes. do design for video games. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever done design for a video game that's come out? Like, is or are you still like early in like the process of like you're just now getting into like the nitty gritty? I'm pretty early into the development phase of my career, if you want to call it that. Yet, I mean, I just mm-hmm. kind of draw out of a building, but um, yeah, I, the games that I'm working on now haven't come out yet. Um, they're all in the conceptual phase, so it'll probably another year or two before they come out, and I can't really name them. Mm-hmm. But they have art in them, if that gives you a hint. Uh-huh. Isn't that every, every, every <laughs> video game? You gotta be sly. What video game doesn't have art? I don't know, but <laughs> you gotta figure that out. I get the riddle. Huh. Okay, I'll think but, about it. Uh, you, So you work out of a building. What building? Is it your your house? Because you... Cause, um, you're kind of like you have your own business, right? Is that how it works, or like? Yeah, how, I'm a contractor. You're a contractor, so, mm-hmm. and so like, and and you're doing this sort of by yourself, right? You don't have you don't have like a do you have a business that contracts you to out to people, or no, is no, no, it? No, no, I, I do it all by myself. I find my own contracts, or people find me. I'm like an art mercenary. Mm-hmm. Like imagine Cloud Strife without a faction, black, and he draws instead of fights shorter people. hair, shorter hair, a little better looking. His sword is a pencil. <laughs> His sword is a pencil in it. You get the idea. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I work out of a um, actually out of a church building. It's kind of an interesting scenario. I moved out to Seattle, Washington, that area, to plant a church. And my background was in video game development. And as I just prayed about it, I felt like that's what God was telling me to do. So I went ahead and in four months just picked up all my stuff and drove across the country and uh, to a place I'd never been to before. And so I work out of the church building just because we're we're a small team. We you know it's a church plant, so. I kind of man the building while I do my art from the building. Mm-hmm. That way, someone comes in for the church, I can answer their questions about that, and also do my work because I work satellite for the most part. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a cool setup. So I like hmm. it a lot. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you get to meet a lot of other uh, designers in this area? Yeah, I, I come down every. I try and get down maybe twice a month for meetings at the conservatory, which is a uh, it's a small cafe that they use for. Um, Art, it's pretty much like a mini art school, and it's really cool. And I've met a bunch of guys like um, Dylan Pierpont, which I don't know if I'm sorry, Dylan, if I said your last name wrong, but he's uh, he's worked on The Division and several other big name titles. He's a great artist. Um, so if you got some time, check out his work. Mm-hmm. He's, he's super talented. And just a bunch of other people who, um, you know, you'd be surprised the people you walk past on the street, and I'm like, oh, you're another video game artist. Like, yeah, I work in such and such. And so I've, I've met quite a few artists since I've been out here, certainly more than back home. and it's a really good place for it. Seattle's a pretty big hub, so I enjoy it out here. And the weather's yeah. better. What I find interesting is, like, is I consider myself, like, really, like, really, really into video games. Right. Right? Like, I, like, and, like, not just, like, playing playing them. Um, like, playing them was one thing. I really like playing video games, but I also really like learning about video games right. and learning about, like, um, like who developed what game, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like, what the history of, like, these develop, development studios are, uh, like, who is getting acquired by who. Uh, what games are getting canceled? What games are coming out? Like all, like all the all this different stuff. Right. But like, like I was talking to you today, like mm-hmm. while we're at Comic Con and stuff, and like you and you're like naming people who I've never heard of before, right? And like yeah. these are people who like design straight up characters, mm-hmm. and these people who have like these integral this integral role 
um, in creating a video game, right? Yeah. And I yeah. never heard of these people. And you were naming, you even named a company where I was like, I don't know what that company is. And you're like, this company is responsible for like so like so much stuff, like the division. <laughs> um, like how? What 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 is the what's your favorite part sort of in in designing video games? And what what do you feel like people should know about game designers that like people may not know? Um, I'm on the two D. I'm on the not well. I do two D for the most part, but I'm on the design side. So there's two portions of video games. If you really want to get basic, there is the designers and kind of the coders. It's, it's kind mm-hmm. of that art versus mechanical kind of feel. Um, and I guess my favorite part of the process would definitely be what I do, the, the concept art, just because it's the point in which you get these stories and. Sometimes they're well written out. Sometimes they're just brand new. And depending on you know where the story development is at, um, and your role and the time that you're joining that team, you really kind of have free reign with them. You know, realistic parameters of how the character looks. You know, what his background is. And I find it amazing that you can being able to directly affect the outcome of a massively marketed video game character. You know, and, and, you know, you're one of the reasons he looks the way he does, talks the way he does, moves the way he does, um, dresses how he does. And so there's there's just so many key points in, in design that people don't notice that play into how a character is perceived and viewed, like down to the shoelaces. You know, it's mm-hmm. so meticulous, yet at the beginning stage, it's so free. It's like, well, let's just try a bunch of designs doing this and a bunch of designs that work off of this premise. and. It kind of gets weeded out as you go, and then you find you know your your kind of top selection, and then the art director normally comes by, and you, you take it to a meeting, and they go through and kind of single it out until you get a, a really solid design in the end, and it's it's just a fun process. Hmm. Um, so I like the the early stages. Three um, D is it's very different nowadays than it was when I first started, but it's it's a little bit long winded for me. Like some people can work can work on three D project for months, some people can do it in hours, but they they just take a little more time. So, yeah, I mean, my favorite part is the, the 2D design aspect of it all. It's just the fun, try different things kind of a feel. So Now, when, when you say, like, 2D versus 3D, mm-hmm. are you saying as in, like, um, 2D, like 2D games, like, like side-scrollers and stuff, versus, like, or do you mean, like, is, is, are, is it a process and, like, th- 2D is one part of the process and 3D mm-hmm. is a different part of the process? It's, like In the production pipeline, um, 2D is, is often done first mm-hmm. almost all the time just because... Um, it takes a lot more work to get a 3D character realistically rendered out and um, normal mapping and, and you know and just all, all the process that go along with it. And the 2D, everything has to be drawn out first to know if you like it before you put all that time into making mm-hmm. it real. Okay. So it. So it's almost like conceptualizing. Yeah, and then that's that's the whole point of a concept artist. We we bring up the concepts in the game and then get them to a a point where the 3D artist can then translate them into in-game 3D characters mm-hmm. and then go from there. Okay. So, so uh, what, what would you what would you like call yourself then? Like a concept artist or a 2D artist or what what kind of or con- do you label yourself? <laughs> I'm a concept artist and illustrator. Okay. Um and I mean sometimes you can put like fun titles to it. And be like I'm a ninja super drawing magic thing. We're drawing war. You can put that on a resume. It'll Pretty be much. right. I mean, sometimes you can. If they can't like, get mad. I'm a, if your portfolio is good enough, you're like I'm a ninja drawing warrior from the mountaintop. And then they're like, well, like this portfolio oh, looks nice. So like, we need to hire this guy. I mean, they probably don't say that about me, but like, <laughs> like Tyler Jacobson and them. They're probably mm. like, well, yeah, we can call him that. <laughs> have you gotten to the point in, in the process yet? I know yet, like none of the games you've worked on have come out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, have you gotten to the process yet of, of being able to see like the, a 3D model of something you worked on? Um, a couple, yeah. I've seen a couple. And it's it's kind of funny, you know, when you, mm. when you look at some little thing you drew slowly come to life. And you're like, huh. 
I didn't. It, it's just weird seeing your creation. I mean, or or the team's creation, I should say, just because it's it rarely is ever a solo process. Mm-hmm. Form into something that has life and movement, and so it's it's really cool. I love it. It's the best way that I can tell story, and hmm. so that's that is my primary goal is to tell good stories. Interesting. So. Like I've seen I've seen some of your art mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a they have a certain style to them, mm-hmm. like right like like of some of them I see have like sort of a military thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, some of them seem like uh, have like a Destiny kind of style going mm-hmm. on, like Destiny mm-hmm. the game. Um, what inspires you, or what makes you what? Actually, first of all, yeah, I'll ask you that. What kind of what inspires you to like make the stuff that you do? Um, a big part of it. I was raised military. Dad was army. Um, he was a major in the army for. 24 years brothers marines other brothers air force grandpa's navy or or grandpa's air force other cousins navy so it's just a military family so we grew up with this kind of i mean in in my head super gi joe dad Mm -hmm. um and you know you you talk about you know dad's in the military hey you know this is real cool it's real cool guns on rambo we saw on and, you know, he was holding them, the, the two M60s, and shooting. What's that like in real life? And he's like, oh, well, one, you probably can't hold two M60s like that and shoot them. It's just going to be impossible. There's mm. too much kick and yada yada. And so you just kind of being raised around military and, you know, having it be so close to the chest um, in terms of the way I grew up, I've always loved it. You know, I love tanks. I love guns. I, I love to build guns when I, when I get the time or to look at the, the mechanics of it all. You know, even that part is interesting down to the how the gas lines work and rifles and you know just there's so many cool aspects of it that um even from um, the design point there's a lot of military things that just look cool like a 50 cal machine gun just looks cool Mm -hmm. and when your dad comes home from shooting them it just kind of you know it it sticks with you and so as a kid you're like oh i want to be like my dad and so i draw military things and i guess it just kind of slowly trickled down to the stories that i made and um as i got older i always really appreciated the art that is like wow that's really cool looking and it also looks like it can function mm-hmm. and so that's where that kind of military-esque theme comes out of mm. my artwork it's something that i can be like wow you know that, that looks believable if the world operated like that and it also just it has that really cool military all blacked out armor dude with a cool face mask looking kind of thing i mean that's that's kind of what i like and like even old school lord of the rings and that kind of thing sword swinging mm-hmm. gun shooting macho kind of like a form follows function Type yeah, of deal where like follows functional or by, I mean when you're in the design world, well, that's the fun part. You can say function follows form. Uh-huh. But it's it's that idea of I don't know, a structure, a, a massive unit moving together. I have always loved it. And so that's really what inspired me as a young kid. Mm. Is that like is do you prefer to do like um military stuff over fantasy stuff or do you have like a preference of what you like to design? I think if it's just purely up to me, I love to design the mix of sci fi fantasy and high fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so you'll get a guy who carries I don't know, a 400 pound sword in an M60 looking thing that has blue muzzle flash or whatever. And so there's, and you, you can get all the science of it all and how it works. To, so yeah, that, that's my favorite mix is seeing that, um, like there was a picture, uh, Square Enix did a clone trooper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think I saw and that. That was like the sickest like version of a clone trooper. Because one, it's Star Wars. Clone troopers are freaking awesome. If, yeah. I, if I could really have any job, I'd want to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. So, but to see Square Enix's take on it, you know, a very high fantasy company, take a a more functional looking design was like that is what i would want to do all the time Mm -hmm. is that is that sort of like what you enjoy doing is the part where like 
like design like designing like the look and the stuff is, is mm-hmm. cool but when it comes to like exp- explaining why he looks like that yeah like that's... this is the reason why he like he has to carry his gun like this yeah. this is the reason why he has to, his sword is that big mm-hmm. right that's, that's always the fun part because it, it shows that there is so much more thought in the design process than mm-hmm. just i thought it looked cool i mean don't get me wrong there's plenty of things where like why does he have that because i think it looks cool go away Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other times, you know, it's why is he carrying a sword like that? Well, actually, it's interesting. The sword is built like this. And so you get to break down the science of it. And it's a really cool way to show a thought out design in a manner that's maybe not necessarily achievable with what we have today or maybe ever. But it just it still functions in in your head kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is like the what is the hardest part you feel um, about doing what you do? <laughs> um, I guess being so young in the industry not in terms of age, the people younger than me far better than me. Mm. But and just new to the industry, the competition level is is very high. And so it's one of those things where if you really don't have a passion for it, you probably burn out quick. Just because it does take a lot of work. Mm. You, know, you draw day in, day out. If you're not working on a job, you're practicing. You know, you're drawing what you love or drawing what you need to learn how to draw better. Um, and just kind of the sheer scope of things that can be drawn is kind of difficult. Sometimes they're like, oh, I want you to draw like a, a turtle tank. And I'm like, well, I've drawn a tank before, but never really taking the time to draw a turtle yeah. <laughs> and i wonder how Straight that looks realistically and so you're you're always being stretched in a sense and so you never quite feel I've, I've never met a single artist that has ever said yes i feel like i can draw whatever is necessary all the time perfectly mm-hmm. but it's always that striving for the next thing so it's it can be hard to keep up with in a sense but it's also that's that's part of it it's part of the love you get it's something that um a goal that you're always chasing and that's, that's part of the thrill mm-hmm What's if you could work on any game, right? What's what's like your dream game that you would want to work on? My dream game. That's hard. See, because like I love Fallout. Fallout is like yeah, post-apocalyptic. Heck yeah! Like I love the 1920s music and style and that kind of thing. And um, and 50s, just that 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 old school era with that sci-fi mix is just a really cool um, blend. Naughty Dog, just because the guys that work there are just such high-quality artists. Oh yeah. Um. And if I had to pick, like, a game or a company, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I would probably say something like Halo, just because of... Hmm. I love the design of Master Chief. I, I mean, I'm a PlayStation baby. I'm, I'm yeah. PlayStation through and through. But Master Chief looks freaking cool. So it's, yeah, that's it's all, one it's always those. one thing where I'm like, like I'm a PlayStation fanboy, mm-hmm. you know, Used to be Nintendo. I'm, I told you before, I'm I'm reformed Nintendo, right? <laughs> I used to be. I got saved, turned into PlayStation. <laughs> but like, yeah, my, like Master Chief is really cool design. And mm. I think that's one of the reasons why Halo stuck. Like yeah. the multiplayer in Halo is amazing, but also the, the design of Master Chief, I think, is really top notch. Yeah, it's it's, it's just kind of hard to pick. Like, there's a lot of great artists in Magic and Wizards of the Coast, the card games mm-hmm. that maybe you did or did not make fun of earlier today. I but... mean, here's the thing. I didn't. I'm not. I'm not making. I didn't make fun of. <laughs> I, I'm not. I didn't make fun of magic, right? Here's my thing, right? Is that for for context, right? We're okay. going to um, the section of Comic Con that was for gaming, right? We're going to we're going to the gaming <laughs> the gaming sort of section of Comic Con. And my argument was, if we go there and they're playing and they're playing card games and they're playing board games, I'm pointing at all of them and calling them all nerds. <laughs> But, but people who play video games are considered nerds too. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I get the connotation, but at the same, like, I, like four years ago, I would have agreed with you. <laughs> but right before I left college, my friends were like, "You gotta play Magic," and I was like, "No, you stupid nerd biscuits! Like, I'm not <laughs> playing with you, dumb nerd biscuits." Mm. And 
then I was like, you know what, these guys are my friends, and they're having fun, and I want to have fun with my friends, so I played, and they were, like, super nice. They gave me, like, 90 cards to start off with, and they probably get, like, literally, like, 80 bucks in cards between, like, the six of them. Mm-hmm. Of just, here, we want you to play, so here's some stuff that we have, and then they bought me a, a starter pack, and then a boost pack, and I kind of sat there, and I got into Magic because of the art. The art is always really high quality, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing the game and realized, dang it, this is a lot of freaking fun. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, eat this, Doom Blade! <laughs> and then I found myself... Two years later, sitting at the table with the guys, and oh yeah, like oh you're magic nerds, and I would look at him and be like, "You don't know what you're talking." About. I feel you. I don't. I mean, I don't mean it in a, in a disparaging way, right? <laughs> like, I, like my thing is, you can always do whatever, the, do whatever you want. Because I'm, 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 in, I'm into video games more than I should be into video games, right? I'm into like superheroes more than I than I should be into. Super, actually, I, I want to be more into superheroes than uh, than I am. Do you, you say except Batman? You can never be too much into Batman. Okay, yeah, yeah, true that. Um, but like, I, I. I I also say the same thing about like people who play MOBAs like League, League of Legends <laughs> and Dota right is I also call them nerds even though I play I play video games I do I, I do I do more in more more in a joking way yeah um because I because I also like 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 I said before I play um uh crap what's the name of the game Catan yeah whenever I get the mm-hmm. chance whenever I get I, I freaking love Sailor of Catan and I also play um Exploding Kittens isn't as much as what of <laughs> like har- isn't as hardcore as Magic um but Exploding Kittens is kind of it's also it's also another card game, right? And I also played um, ah, what's that game? There's a there's a there's there's a card game. Well, actually, it's a board game that's also kind of nerdy. Uh, I can't think of it. I can't even th- Warlock. Maybe I have no idea what the name of it is. There's a lot of board games with swords and shields. And yeah, <laughs> but this one is like you have coins, um, and you're trying to get to ten coins, and like you have car it's weird but it, it's also it's also one of those games where like you if you see like group people playing and you're like oh yeah those guys those guys are nerds <laughs> but like uh, but i mean i i i say i i, I do say it jokingly of like i i like i i identify with people, people play that stuff but also in my eyes i'm i'm, I'm a superior i feel like I'm a, i feel like i'm a superior nerd because i because i i'm i'm such a video game nerd that i'm like video games video game nerds are the supreme kind of nerd because that's my that's, that's like kind of like my clan right I, like if like I if if i was um a magic person right right i'll be like if and and i went somewhere right um and they're playing video games but i'm like magic is my thing um i'd be like you guys are just some video game nerds <laughs> right and you guys are just you guys are straight up nerds over here playing your, Not, your games have you ever tried magic not specifically. I played Hearthstone. I don't know how different Hearthstone is from Magic. I've heard. I've heard the. I heard they're pretty similar, but I've also heard it's pretty different. Hearthstone is like an online card game. I'm gonna try and get you hooked on Magic and just give you a go at it and let it and let it see if it sticks. We can try. Okay. We can try. Okay. I'm actually. I'm actually totally down since <laughs> having a sleepover tonight, and so now you probably do. <laughs> do you did, did no. you bring Magic cards? I'm calling. It, I'm calling it sleepover. You better not. <laughs> It's did, not true. Did he bring? Did he bring magic cards? No, no. I okay, I, I love good. Home. We can play exploding kittens. I'm, I've never even played exploding kittens. I don't know even what that does. Oh, it's so good. Is it's it such. A, it's exploding? so fun. It's it's so it's a game right where you have a deck. You have a deck deck of cards. Right. And say there's only two of us playing. Right. Right. In that deck of cards, there's one exploding kitten. Okay. Now. Um, we draw cards. We we keep drawing card one one after another. Right. We take turns draw draw a card. Um, and if you draw an exploding kitten, then you lose. But in each of our hands, we we both started off with a diffuse card. Okay. If you draw an exploding kitten, 
and you play your diffuse card. You okay. don't you don't lose. You don't blow up, as they would say. Okay. You take the exploding kitten and you put it anywhere in the deck that you want. Okay. Without other people seeing or without your opponent seeing, right? So you can put it at the top of the deck. Mm-hmm. You can count how many how many down you want to put it in. Mm-hmm. You can put it in the bottom. You can do whatever you want. Um, you also have other cards in your hands that you can play, right? Okay. There's a shuffle card. You can play shuffle. You can shuffle the deck in mm-hmm. case you think somebody's like trying to mess with you with the exploding kitten. Right. You can play uh, attack card, which makes your opponent take two two turns, which means they have to draw two cards. Okay. Um, you can play, there's a nope card where if somebody else plays like a shuffle or somebody plays an attack or somebody plays an action card, right? Mm-hmm. You can pre- you can play the nope card right over that and okay. it cancels whatever they do. Um, so basically it's a, ba- it's almost like a battle of like, I'm trying to get this person to draw the exploding kitten, um, yeah. without me drawing the exploding kitten, without me, <laughs> me blowing up. So you're trying not to get nuked by it, Yeah, exactly. And you can play, like, if you play, if you play with five people, then there's four exploding kittens in the deck. Okay. And it's all, it's a thing with, like, where like if somebody draws exploding kittens and they don't have an ex- a, a diffuse, then they're out and they take the exploding kitten with them, and it's like the last person standing wins. It's a very, it's a very fun game. I really like it because it's very. <laughs> once you get into the nitty gritty of it, it's very uh, strategic and it's very like I had to think ahead of everybody else. I had to think. Of, I had to. Um, what I do a lot of the time is I attack one person right. after another. Like if I'm playing with four other people, mm-hmm. if I have a chance, if I have enough cards. Um, then I will destroy the next per- the person next to me, and I'll keep doing that over and over again until I get everybody out like that. Because what you can do right in that game, and I'm getting kind of I'm getting kind of really inside baseball, I'm really kind of nerdy with this, but I don't care. So what you what, what you can do right is right. if you have two of the same cards, like there are a lot of cards in the game that don't really do anything, but like if you match two or match three, they had different effects, right? right. So if you match two cards, um, you can steal a random card out of out of anybody's hand. Okay. If you play three of the same card, you can say the name of a card. Um, and if that person that you directed to has that card, they have to give it to you. And so, like the diffuse, the diffuse card is the most important card in the game right. because it allows you not to explode. Right. Right. So if I say, uh, "Hey, if I know you have a diffuse, which I should know because everybody starts off with a, with one diffuse." Right. You could draw another diffuse. Okay. But everybody starts off with one. Right. If I if I play a three match, right, and I point to you, I'm like, "Hey, I want you to diffuse. If right. you have it, you have to give it to me." Okay. And it's a thing. If it can, be, you can be very devious with it. Now, what I do, right? <laughs> if I have enough cards, I keep collecting cards. Okay. I don't um, until I, I until I draw an exploding kitten. I don't play anything, because as long as as long as I have a diffuse in my hand, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose if I draw an exploding kitten. Right. I get to, I'll, I'll lose that diffuse okay. after I draw the exploding kitten, but I'll still be in the game. Um, and so if if I get enough cards in my hand, mm-hmm. what I can do is I can target one person. I can keep playing the match two cards. Hey, give me one. Give me one card in your hand. You can give me whatever card you want. They mm-hmm. had to give me that card. I, and I keep doing that over and over again until they keep giving me all their cards. You're a freaking sniper. Exactly. <laughs> or if, or if I know if I have three match, I'll just get diffuse, right? Or I'll, uh, um, if the person's next to me, right? I'll, I'll play. I'll. Well, first of all, I'll take all the cards out their hands. I'll take as many cards as I can out their hand okay. until they're left with like two cards. Right. Then I'll play like. Then I'll start attacking them, right? If I have an attack card, I'll play the attack card. Okay. Boom. You have to draw two cards. Got it. Um and I keep I keep attacking them I keep I keep messing with them until they have nothing they can do mm-hmm. until they're screwed until their their hands are empty then like if then they're just struck kind of lethal I'm really lethal in that game <laughs> I am really I'm I'm ruthless I'm very mean <laughs> uh, but I don't Dude, mind it though if it's my first time playing and you like just destroy me I'm gonna look at you and give you that stale face <laughs> it's okay we played Rocket League earlier and you did pretty good I, I thought I did like six out of ten. In terms of being yeah. new at the game, like yeah, in terms of being a new person at the game, I think you you did you did good. I'm kind of, there's a part of me that, that is craving it again, and I don't know why. I was like, God dang it! Rocket League is one of those games where you play it once, 
and that's it. You play it forever. See, that's that's what I'm hoping the division is like. Because I'm gonna pick it up pretty soon here, and I'm hoping it's as good as Rocket League. Because I don't want to spend all this money on a game. Like, God dang it, it's not as good as Rocket League. Oh yeah, Rocket League is cheap though. You can get it for twenty bucks. I don't want to hear that. Don't. I don't need to spend any more money. Just, <sighs> but it's so good. Go. Rocket. But here's go. the thing. Here's the thing. I have a married friend, right? I told you about. My, I told you about my married friends <laughs> yes, that played that played this game Rocket together. My married <laughs> Rocket League friends who I play online with. Um, shout out to Joe and Felicia. Uh, they, they Joe, Joe really likes the game, right? Because okay. it's a game where you can come home, play for five minutes, and be done. You can just come home, play one match, and it's done. It's one of those, you don't. It's not a time sink. You just have to play it once, and you're good for the day. Right. I'm just putting it out there. You don't I, have I to. You don't I have to dedicate that's to not, it. I, that's not me. It's I, a five minute game. That I, you, I operate, that like if I really like it, I just dive in, and so it's one of those. Oh, this is really good. Four hours later, dang it, I gotta go. Like, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel you. And you're a Call of Duty person, right? Like, you, yes. you, you're talking about. You're talking earlier about how you would destroy people in Call I, of Duty. I will take on anybody who ever thinks they can come at me in Call of Duty. The name is Zarel Three Z U R I E L Three on PSN. If you think you can handle the business, come at me because you you will get friend because. I there's will, there's quite a few people except friend requests, and I will dominate you. I'm fairly sure there's a, quite a few people who will listen to the show who play video games because I'm. The fan sites I'm part of are people or like video game fan sites. Those are the things I'm posting this on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are you sure you want that? Yes, you want like, that challenge. I have I have yet to meet a solid challenge outside of my very close friends or siblings in Call of Duty. Everybody else, I just walk on them. Like it's, <laughs> I got some friends in there that, that are really good, but in terms of shooters, like I, I'm not a huge RPG guy. I love RPGs, but I've never been the guy who like. Knows every stat forward and backwards, best combination or whatever. Mm. But when it comes down to shooters, I have that military tactical advantage. I will throw a flashbang in your room, follow it up with a grenade, and then wait at the back door when you try and run out and have that covered. <laughs> and it's, it's one of those, I think about these things. Mm-hmm. Like it's, not, don't get me wrong. I've never played in like a tournament level where you like study the maps deep and that kind of thing. But in terms of like you just want to find Zarel 3 online and get wrecked, yeah, you, we, we can have that happen anytime. Okay. Now, now granted, I don't get to play as much because I'm working a lot. But <laughs> if I am on and I find you, keep your head down. Now, I was gonna say like like for it's as an online game, right? Mm-hmm. Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty has the same hooks, I think, as Rocket League. Yeah, it's fast and it's repetitive. It's, you gotta do it yeah, over and over. Boom, again. boom, boom, mm-hmm. and like, you would love Rocket League. I think you would. I think That's you would fall I'm in love. Stay Rocket away League. from it. I'm scared of it. It's gonna take away all my time. It's like Jordan. Why isn't your career where it should be? Because I'm level ninety in Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> I mean, I understand that. If your fear is that you'll get addicted, then stay away. Because I told, I already told you, right? I made my blog. Um, I had a blog last year at the end of last year, like um, or beginning of this year, I can't remember of like my top ten games, right? Mm-hmm. My top ten, my top three were. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five, okay. Rocket League, okay. um, then um, Fallout, then Fallout Four. Got it. Followed by I can't I can't remember what that was followed by. But my new list, right now that I've had more time to like to to sort of think about it and sort of like have everything sink in. Mm-hmm. My list for top my top four games last year, my top five games. No, my top four games last year. I can't think of my fifth game. My top four games last year are number one, Rocket League was my game of the year. Can't believe it beat Fallout by far. Okay. Followed by Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay, I can followed see by Fallout Snake Four. Awesome. No, not followed by Fallout Four. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Followed by Fallout Four. Okay. Followed by Life is Strange. Okay. Those were by four. Those were the four best games last year. I can see that. Witcher Three is somewhere on that list. Not type. Not top five. I've never played number it seven. Yet. Number eight. I've never played it. It's a good game. It won so many Game of the Year awards last year. Mm-hmm. I heard it was really good. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Yeah, I played it for for. 
a few weeks. No, I played it for like a month, and then like I didn't play it for a few months, then I sold it. Okay. It's one of those games where like I'm not a fantasy. Per- I'm not a fantasy person. Right. Right. So I'm not. I'm not huge into Skyrim. I like prefer Final Fallout. Fantasy. That's weird. I don't like Final Fantasy. Anyone who doesn't like Final Fantasy, we have problems. Me and you. I very much don't like Final Fantasy. I tried multiple Final Fantasy games. And I didn't like any of them. But I like Kingdom Strong. Hearts. Okay, that, Kingdom Hearts is good. That's, that's redemptive. That's redemptive. But Final Fantasy, so don't, I never understood. Just, sh- just don't. It's like it's like blasphemy. Like I almost wrote a book called "I Don't Understand Final Fantasy" because <laughs> I've I've tried playing Final Fantasy so many times, and I have Final Fantasy VII sitting on my PS4, and I tried it again didn't work i was like dude i don't under, i don't get it i don't have fun just, with this this just, is the most just, it's the most oh my gosh did, i like did, did you play as a kid no okay so that may be it if yeah you, that might that might actually a lot be of it. people's hearts when they were younger because i'm an n64 kid and also when i was a kid i would have played anything and so maybe maybe then i would have played final Fantasy 7 because you know i would play anything okay i didn't have any boundaries i'll play <laughs> i could play <laughs> any bad no game <laughs> i has no self-respect so i could play any bad game you, this is my list of bad games that okay. people think are good. Final Fantasy VII. What? Oh, all right, keep going. Any, actually, any just, Final Fantasy. Just move on. <laughs> we get As, it. Assassin's Creed. It's another bad game people think are, is good. Um, that might be the end of the list. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I just wanted to crap on Final Fantasy and and um, Jeez. yeah, and Assassin's Creed. What's your favorite game of all time? Of all, I don't. It's like asking what my favorite movie is of all time. It depends. What's on the, your favorite like, movie of all time? <laughs> stop. <laughs> depends on the mood. It's for like, a book. Like favorite book is is probably Ted Decker. Um, the, the artist is Ted Decker. Probably the the Circle series is really good. Mm. But favorite video game Fallout Three was was just my jam. Mm. Um, that was that was awesome. You were just talking um, about that. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying about how um, I'm gonna interrupt you because I want to do a plug for my website. <laughs> no, I was talking about how, I was talking. We we're, were talking about how I made a um, I wrote a blog, which I'm gonna send to you at some point. I can't I, if I remember. I'm gonna send to you. Just just, just, uh, remember, just do it. I'll remember and I'll do it. Okay. Um, called Why Fallout Four Makes Me Wish I Never Play Fallout Three. Um, and if you want, if you're interested and you want to read that article, then go to okbeast.com. That's O, letter O, letter K, Beast. Not OKs and OKY because that might be something people do. I didn't think that through when I made the name. It's okay though because it's okay. Ha-ha. It's okay. Because I'm a can you you a beast. Boom. You're a beast. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> your favorite game is Fallout Three. Fallout 3 is is one of my favorites by far. The Modern Warfare series is like, mm. that is like highest respects. Like, yes. Just whoever made those, yes. And mm. Halo 2. Halo 2. Halo 2, Modern Warfare series, Fallout. Um, you like shooters. I like shooters. The Last of Us was is easily one of my favorites. Arts. Um, Oh, Dark Souls. The first time I played Dark really? Souls, I was hooked. That game is really? crack. It's like, it's it's one of those, one, okay, I've never done crack, so don't. Don't read too much into that one, you people on the other side of the microphone. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> um, it, it was just so difficult that it was, like, I know pe- like a lot of people were just like, it's too hard of a game for me to play. I give up. And, like, that, when, when people say it's too difficult to do, I'm instantly like, let me at it. Mm. And so it's one of those games where it's so hard, every little accomplishment that you get is like, yes, I got to get one more. Mm. And then you just keep going. Because there's doors, like, you just walk and you open up a door what's in here Boom, you just got killed by a boss that there's no introduction scene no dramatic music you just walk in there. and there's a boss and he's hiding behind the door oh yeah and so it's one of those you there's just so many ways for you to get killed and die like at the start of the game it's like well pick a direction to run up oh, don't go that way they're like 14 levels higher than you 
you only have a little stick for a weapon and they have massive claymores and exploding whatever fire spells and blah 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 so it's that game is yeah i have bloodborne on my ps4 what <sighs> Dude, have you not like, played it i oh no i played it okay i cannot get anywhere in that game that it's game hard, is so it? hard that is that's why point. that's why that's why when you said dark souls i was like what man that's the point like now, I, I know people love those games I'd be like dark people souls people dark souls plus dark souls plus plus like oh my gosh you, people like, absolutely love those games yes i i i just suck at them the difficulty is what makes it good it's like i'm horrible like, you want to borrow have you do you have bloodborne no i don't have blood you want to borrow, borrow it for me heck yeah yeah i'll let you borrow that and i, I need i need to let you borrow metal gear solid 5 also because i have that i'm down for it Bro, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I came take here. them from me. Go. Yeah, because Bloodborne re- kind of ruined my day multiple times. Mo- Bloodborne ruined multiple days. <laughs> I've I've been stuck in the first area of Bloodborne for months. That's, that's because I'm not made supposed it, to be. I've not made it past one checkpoint. It's so brutal, and that is the greatest part. Like I love the elitist feeling of like that the, the gaming where it's like ah mm-hmm. oh, few people can under- can make it here now granted you can always go on youtube and find the way out and that kind of thing that's what i've been meaning to do but i'm like it does there's no point because like it's not it's not <laughs> it's not like it's a puzzle it's not like i'm trying it's not like i'm trying to it's not like i'm trying to solve a puzzle it's not like i'm trying to like i'm trying to brute force my way through this right thing. you're trying to you're like you just it's one of those things where you just have to play it until you're good enough to not die yeah exactly <laughs> and i'm like i don't know if i now one game um, that's uh, one difficult game that that I that I totally destroy is Super Meat Boy. I don't know if you play, played, Super, played Meat Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy, but I've heard so many good things about it. Oh, it's so it's so difficult, but I love that game so much. It's, I, it's that same and feeling. I think I get that same feeling mm-hmm. for Super Meat Boy, where it's it's a platform game, two D two D side scroller, mm-hmm. right? Um, the levels are kind of short, but they're so difficult. Yeah, respect the to game. the two D or to the Meat Boy guys, just because I know how long they worked on that game and how hard, oh, and something finally came through and it worked for them. So that's just understanding the struggle of what it takes to build from the ground up like that. That's the fact they made something good mm-hmm. that people love and it's out in the marketplace like that, that's awesome. Now, would you design a game like Super Meat Boy? Like, if I had my choice? Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the look would be, like, aesthetically different. But I'm not, I'm open to two, because I've had a lot of offers for, like, 2D side-scrollers and that kind of thing. Um, I'm certainly open to it. I guess if I had my own game, it'd probably function more like... I don't know, more more like a... Division, Destiny, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. RPG, Final Fantasy kind of thing. I don't know. I, haven't, I, mean, I, haven't, I thought I'd make my own games, but in terms of really going to the deep, deep mechanics of it, I haven't gotten crazy far. But it's, I, I would certainly be open to it if it looked, if the characters were cool and the story was cool. Yeah, I'd be open to it. Hmm. Now, the, the, does your designs, right, do, mm-hmm. they, do they play a part in mechanics at all? Like, like is, like... I know that's a, weird, that's a weird question. Like in, in terms of game mechanics? Yeah. yeah like in t- absolutely. Like how so? Um, so there's there's just... it's it's the It can be major roles. It can be little things. Sometimes... <laughs> like there's... Um, Dragon's Dogma is, is a good example. Mm-hmm. They design the game so that when you build your character, you know, you start off, choose your face, you know, spend two days trying to make it look like you. And some characters literally can't get places because they're not tall enough. Like your character's just too short to jump that high without this certain move. Other characters, you know, oh, they made him a character six foot four. He can just reach it and get it. And mm-hmm. so there's there's games like that where like your actual physical build of your character plays a role in how you can play through um, play through the game. Um, other parts of it is just uh, a lot of it's like actions, animations, how they move, how they walk, how they think. It's like okay, if he's if he's got a heavy weapon, okay, he's right handed. 
And so when you're designing them, the primary holster will probably be on this side of him. Or, you know, there's just little things like that when you're building characters like Master Chief and what side does the pistol holster go on. And, you know, there's so many little things like that that are designed that, you know, are just oftentimes overlooked by the player. But in terms of the design, really good design is invisible. Hmm. Now, for a game like, how do you feel about Fallout 4 and, like, the, specifically the clo- was that your stomach? That was like my stomach. Dude, being your like stomach a just dragon. went off. <laughs> I wonder if that picked up the, on the microphone. That was amazing. Oh, that would have been fine. Dude, if that, if that picked up on the microphone, that would be awesome. Was uh, weird. What was I going to say? Fallout 4. So, Fallout 4 has like armor you can put on your characters, right? You can have the far. Um, keep going. Go, okay. I mean, if you want to. Um, I'm, not, I'm not going to do it here. I'll ruin the interview. Yeah. You might die. I might die. <laughs> we might have to take, take a break. No, but like, um, Fallout 4, you can put armor on your characters. Right. Um, and like, you have armor. For, like, your arms, like, left and right arm, left and right mm-hmm. leg, uh, your torso, your head. Right. Right? And it's, like, it's like a mix and match kind of thing of, like, I'm yeah. going to find whatever has the best stats and mm-hmm. I'm going to... Toss it on. Yeah, toss it on. How do you feel about the design of that? Like, like how do you feel about that visually? Cause, because I have a lot of... I had a lot of problems with that. Well... Because, well, in, in in games like that where you're mixing, mixing and matching armor, mm-hmm. it feels like it's... Not at all about like the visual aesthetic of your character, right? Because my character in Fallout Four looks horrible, but <laughs> but he can withstand so many bullets. See, well, I think that's that is part of the the world, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very desperate scavenge, find what you can kind of game. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're scavenging for bullets. If you don't, you know, it's not like every gun store always has exactly what you need. Sometimes you're gonna go out there and kill some feral ghouls and search their bodies and that kind of thing and find some ammo on them. And sometimes your favorite gun is just out of ammo. And so it's it's just it fits with the game design in the sense that they didn't want to make a game where you're playing Call of Duty like characters where everyone kind of has that same uniform they're all part of this one unit. It looks very much so like the world has been shattered and broken, and they're just trying to survive with the pieces that they're left or the pieces that they can find. Mm-hmm. And so it's all part of the feel of the game. I mean, you can get whole armor sets, but a, a big part of it is actually looking like <laughs> you're just barely surviving, and mm-hmm. so that's 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 part of it, you know. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, huh. Interesting. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. I didn't design the game. So if I'm way off point and the designer calls up and it's like, you totally got that wrong. Don't don't blame me. But oh, yeah. in my I think, head, I, Honestly, what... I think you would, if he called, I think he would thank you for the explanation because you'd probably be like, oh, man, that's actually a better way of explaining it. Because <laughs> I, I, I actually <laughs> never, I hadn't thought about that way. Um, what's, like, the best game um, you've seen from a design aspect in terms of, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, in terms of like game yeah. design, um, I really enjoyed Killzone. Mm. I know that is a good game visually. I know a lot of people like it's not like everyone's favorite game, but I I love the design, the Hellgas and the ISA. Just one, it kept that military feel. It just kind of plays to me. Um, but the the design was formed enough that you could totally see what roles people played, you know, in this world that doesn't really exist. But at the same time, you got to. Um, I don't know, it was just very aesthetically pleasing design, or Star Wars. I think Star Wars has some of the greatest design ever. Mm-hmm. You know, just like from the Stormtrooper to the speeder bikes, you know, to... Oh, dude, just... we need to show you, because the, the Rogue One trailer came out today, mm-hmm. and you still, you haven't seen it, right? No, I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, dude, it's so good. I'm going to show you, right yeah. after this, we're going to watch it. I, I think Star Wars has, has some of the greatest design, just, just aesthetically, it just looks... It, it just looks cool. I mean, there's, mm. there's things like the clone trooper or the stormtrooper and Darth Vader have been around for a while now, mm-hmm. and people. And it, but it's such an iconic look. You know, it's if Darth Vader mask pops up anywhere, most people in the world are gonna be like, "Yeah, we know who that is," right off the bat. You know, mm-hmm. so it's 
I think Killzone, Star Wars, and there's also some very unique games. Like Journey has a very unique visual style. Yes, um, I still haven't played Journey. Mm-hmm. And and have you played Journey actually? It's just a tad bit, but it's people praise Journey all the time. Yes, and like I too. like there's uh, one dude I listen to who's like was like yeah man Journey made me cry. Uh, like like weep like a baby. See, I've only done like a little demo test of it. I never yeah, really same played, here. Like, like, I only played the demo. Never enough to cry. Mm-hmm. But it has such a cool style, like Shadow of the Colossus. You Shadow Colossus, yeah. It's a very unique style. And so those games like that or movies um, or even just productions, I, I really, really um, respect just because it's, yeah, good, good design is not easy. You know, there's people spend their lives trying to find good design. And so when you find it in a game or a movie or even a book, you know, something like that, you just, you got to respect it. Mm-hmm. Jordan? So, thank you for joining me on this podcast. Is it time? I think it's time. Unless there's anything else, are we? Is there, is there something we're missing? You can find me on Instagram. Oh yeah, um, what are your social media accounts? That is actually something we're missing. Let's see here. There's Z three underscore art. So the letter Z, like my middle name is Zarel. Three, I'm a third child. Underscore art on Instagram. Um, Zarel three, which is my actual middle name. Z U R I E L. I know it's cool. Be jealous. Um, Zarel is a cool name. I thought like when. On PS4, like that's your username right now. Mm-hmm. Have you on PS4? I didn't know that was your middle name. I always yeah. thought that was just like your cool username. No, that, that's my middle name. It's, it's Hebrew from the it's Bible. Majestic. Actually. So it's um, yeah, Zarel three on DeviantArt, Zarel three on ArtStation. Um, pretty much Zarel three is kind of my primary, except for Instagram, where mm-hmm. it's Z three Art. So outside of that, that's pretty much where you can find me. Cool. Unless you catch me, you know, in the streets. On the streets. I'm packing my pencil and pad. If you couldn't tell. I'm I'm going to describe Jordan to you. <laughs> He's black. I know you people listening probably didn't didn't think that. They probably don't. People listening probably don't even know I'm black. To be honest, I mean it's it's one of those things where you. I hate it. It's a whole other discussion. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I yeah. For those of you who don't know, yes, I am a smooth chocolatey brown. Yeah, and like in. Um, like my last podcast, right? Ladies, I did I did ladies, podcasts before. Yes, smooth and chocolatey. Like my podcast, I did before this one. <laughs> <laughs> this that would actually fit, fit the theme of my last podcast. So, like the podcast I did before this, uh, before I moved here, was Awkward Individuals, uh, which I did with my friend Huey. Uh, and Huey is an Asian dude mm-hmm. that, that if you heard him just talk, you would swear this dude is black. <laughs> <laughs> like you saw Huey on the street, he'd be like, "Oh, you you're Huey." He'd be like, "Yeah, what up?" <laughs> like he was like one of those dudes where, where, where it's like wow man i wasn't expecting that mm, it's, it's i was like dp actually dp is hilarious dp is one of those dudes where D- he, dp is one of those guys where you he could i think he could be anybody he wants to be like really, if you just yeah. heard his voice you'd be like I, I can't there's not even remotely he's just whoever he wants to be yeah exactly awesome. so yeah yeah um but once again thank you for thank you for joining me yeah um yeah. this if you're if you're listening out there uh, I need to. I need to figure out how to transition this better because I always say if you're listening out there, but I'm not really supposed to address people. I'm supposed to just you make can, a flow. You can try and do like your radio voice and suddenly switch over and be like, "Hey, hey, all you listeners out there, all you this listeners was out there, blessing." You got? Have you ever been on the radio? Because your mom's on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've never been on the radio. I've called. You called in on the radio, but you never like times. like sat down and like. And your mom was like, "Hey, I'm sick. I need you to take over." No, it was one of those things. My voice is too good for the radio. That mm. if I started speaking. She'd probably lose her job. Sorry, mom. Mm, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the People is a show about people. Uh, every day we pass by people on the street. We see people on the bus. We work with people. Yet we don't really know who these people are. And so that is why The People is a show that aims to delve into the lives of the people that we share this world with. If you like that, you can find the show on iTunes or your preferred podcast service. If you'd like updates on the show, 
then you can follow at Blessing Junior. That is at Blessing Jr. on Twitter. This is episode. This was sorry, episode three. Thank you for listening. Peace out. The people. 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 The people.